0: One of the most stressful parts about being a photographer is creating a repeatable, consistent marketing plan. I have heard from so many mom photographers that this is a struggle. They don't know where to focus or where to pour in all their time and energy. But what if I told you that you could have a marketing plan that would maximize the benefits of drawing new leads into your ecosystem in just one hour a week. It sounds like a dream, right? But in today's episode, I'm interviewing my friend Elizabeth Henson, and she is going to share with you the exact system that she uses in her business that takes her only one hour a week, and I cannot wait to share it with you. Elizabeth is a podcaster, photographer, and passionate marketing consultant for online business owners. She is the founder of the Messy Success Podcast and the Community Growth Lab. Elizabeth has become the go-to expert in community-based marketing and leadership. She helps six- and seven-figure companies become pros at building and maintaining large communities that turn into marketing machines. You can find Elizabeth working from home while jamming to 90s music. She loves hot yoga and her core values are simple, to be creative and operate from her highest good, while inspiring others to do the same. I cannot wait for you to hear our conversation today. I know that you're going to walk away with so much incredible wisdom. And what I love the most about our conversation is that this is a topic that not a lot of people are talking about. It is a strategy that is completely underutilized, and I cannot wait to share it with you. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hey, Mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. I am so excited to have you here. I cannot wait to talk to you today about Facebook groups and productivity and just marketing in general. I know that is a buzzword these days and something that a lot of mom photographers really struggle with. But before we dive into that, I would love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about who you are, what you do, and who do you live with?
1: Who do I live with? I love that question. (laughs) one threw me off at the end. But yes, that makes total sense for your podcast. Um, I am Elizabeth and I specialize in community based marketing, but I was a wedding photographer for close to a decade here in my area and recently retired from weddings to continue building all this online entrepreneurial stuff. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I consider myself an expert in community based marketing and I live with my husband and we have three kids and a dog.
0: I love it. And how old are your kids just so that people can kind of get a reference here?
1: Nine, seven and three, two girls and then a baby boy.
0: Awesome. So good. I can't wait to kind of dive into this. So before we get started, I also love to ask this question, like, what did it take for you to get here today to do this podcast episode with us?
1: Oh, that's a fun question. So Friday's are a little bit like um, more open for me. I like to not really schedule as much on Friday so that things like this, I can kind of say yes if I want to, but not because I have to. And we scheduled this for 30 minutes before. And then my kids got a random half day. So this is like mom entrepreneur life, like one sick kid, or one schedule change in school can kind of throw your whole day. So luckily, you gave me some grace to start 30 minutes later. Because yeah, they had a half day that wasn't scheduled prior. Normally, I'm very organized. But like I said, with mom, life, like anything can happen.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so usually
1: I work um like 8.30 to 4. But Fridays, I really work 10 to 1.
0: Awesome. So cool. I always love how it how the mompreneur like makes life work, right? Because it's so different for everyone. And I just think it gives other people who are listening just a glimpse into what it's like to be you in your business. So I would love for you to kind of dive in and let us know, like, how have you made marketing easy for creatives and other artists? Because I know this is like your jam and I have loved learning from you and I love your Facebook group. So like, just tell us all the things about how marketing can be easy.
1: It can be so easy. And the the first thing is to kind of understand your numbers as far as Where people are seeing your content the most, and as much as I love Instagram and I think it's such a fun platform, only two percent of our audience even sees what we're doing on Instagram. So, I made a shift probably about a year and a half ago where I said, Clearly, you know, I'm putting all of this time into my Instagram, like I was paying someone to help me with the reels and with the content, and then I was spending hours. You know, curating things for Instagram for 2% of my audience to see it. And I started to realize in my Facebook group that 40% were averaging being able to see what I was posting. So I knew right then that as far as my time, I wanted to lean into my Facebook community and my email newsletter because I didn't have to pay anyone to help me. I didn't have to create curated images or videos. I can just ask questions. And I was able to figure out a marketing system with my Facebook community and my email newsletter that takes an hour a week. And it is like a long-term nurture strategy. And then Instagram is like icing on the cake. It's where you find new members for your group. I look at Instagram as like first base and then my online community is like second base.
0: I love that. That is such a good way to put it. And it is so true. So the audience of of my podcast are all mom photographers, right? And I've been going through this challenge with them this week, right after the summit to kind of help them implement what they learned at the Focus Mom Photographer Summit. And so many of them are telling me that they want to put all their marketing efforts into Instagram. And I'm just like, But do you like, do you like, let me just back the truck up and say that Instagram is so saturated and people go to Instagram to be entertained, right? Like Mm -hmm. they're really not going, you might go to like get some information, but for the most part, you're going to Instagram to be entertained and you're going to Facebook to learn. And so that's what I love. Like I've noticed that too with my Facebook community is that people just stick around and they have a higher, um, more attention, a higher level attention span. Is that what I'm trying to say? You know what I mean? Like on Instagram, we're like, if we don't get what we want in two to three seconds, we're on to the next. And Facebook is a way to really go deeper. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. One thing I did want to ask is how do you know, like what percentage of people are seeing your, your stuff? I mean, I know that for Instagram, but like, how do you figure that out for Facebook? And like, maybe for people who are like, I've never thought of that that way. How do I figure that out?
1: No, that's a great question. And, you know, Instagram, you know, I see those statistics on my page, but even Instagram experts will say that the average account is only getting 2%, you know, of viewers, which is insane. So in Facebook, what I do is I look at the number of active members. So you can go into your settings and just see your active members. And I look at it week over week or month over month and you know how many total members. And I just kind of do that quick math. I have a spreadsheet that my team puts it into and we always try to keep that engagement level around 40%. Um, my engagement has dropped a little bit like this month, as I told you, I went out of town. And like, I just haven't been, you know, doing my doing my own system. <laughs> right, but I always know how to get it back up. And um, yeah, it, that's pretty simple. You just look at your active members versus your total members. And you can clean um, inactive members or people who, you know, maybe close their Facebook group to always kind of keep that number as accurate as possible. But Anything, you know, between 20% and 60% is a really, really healthy Facebook group.
0: That's so awesome. So I need you to explain to everyone, like, how do you keep your marketing to just an hour a week?
1: Like, that's crazy. It's crazy, but it's, it actually is really basic. So I post in my group, let's say five days a week, and I don't spend more than five or 10 minutes coming up with a conversation starter. I'm not really posting, you know, big, juicy content in there. It's really just like today was what's an affirmation that would help the group, right? Like just conversations to get started because people just want to feel seen and heard and kind of insert their own opinions. And it just creates a space for them to do that. And then my email that I send every Monday to my community members takes me 10 minutes, maybe 20 if I'm focusing you know, more on sales or something that takes a little bit more of my attention. But we're talking five minutes a day and then 10 to 20 minutes to write the email. And twice a month, I'll go live for maybe 15 or 20 minutes. Um, I actually didn't do that in April, kind of took the month off. But typically, I'll go live every week or every other week just to provide that value. And in Facebook groups, I tell people you only need one piece of value every week. Like we think we have to just hammer people with value, value, value. And it's like one piece of value and four conversation starters is all you need. And then that email newsletter to drive traffic back to the group and vice versa. And they they cohabitate, they support one another. That's where you get the repetition and that's it. That's all I do.
0: I love that. And you do have a podcast as well. So is your podcast is it separate from what you're also putting into your group? Or do you kind of repurpose that into your group? How does that
1: work? Yeah, so I do repurpose a lot of my Facebook lives, like I'm really trying to simplify my business as much as possible. So whenever I create a really good piece of content, like a Facebook live or a podcast episode, I'm repurposing those, but I love taking the Facebook lives. And then I just download the video and you can export the audio and then boom, I have a podcast episode ready to go.
0: That is so cool. I love that. And one thing just to plug your community is she used Instagram to point people back to her Facebook community. And that's how I was reconnected with her community. Like I knew she had a community. I joined the community. But when you get so like wrapped up in all the Facebook groups, you don't always see what's happening in all the Facebook groups, right? And so her posting about the Facebook group on Instagram got me reengaged. And so I love Instagram, as you mentioned, for that purpose of meeting new people to point them to the Facebook group, but also reminding people who are in your Facebook group to come back and actually show up. So yeah. I love that you use Instagram for that.
1: Yeah. And that's why I say the group is like second base, because, you know, I'm say I go live, and I'm sharing, you know, three ways to grow your group, I can then go on Instagram and be like, Hey, you guys, like I shared this exclusively with my community builders, how to, you know, grow your group in three steps. And that does exactly what you just said of driving new traffic to the group or bringing back old traffic to the group. But nobody's going to sit there and watch that type of content on Instagram. And even if they do, I'd rather them Go to a place where I know I can serve them week after week and they're going to be more likely to see the content. So I'm trying to get them from that first base, which is just kind of randomly finding me on Insta, to then second base. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So now I can just hear listeners right now being
0: like, cool, Ash. That's awesome, Liz. Like, you guys have education platforms. Like, that works for you. But like, how does this work for photographers? Who would even be in my group? My mom, my bestie. Like, where do I even start?
1: Yeah. So depending on who your ideal client is for your photography, like a lot of a lot of you guys probably photograph families, you could start like a mom's group for your city, right, or your town or even your neighborhood. And you can have conversations in there about other motherhood things that you're passionate about, like, don't be all willy nilly and just make it about whatever. But maybe like you specifically are passionate about, you know, wholesome eating, and you want to create a wholesome eating for mom's group. And then, you know, you can also talk about your photography services and how grateful you are to work with so many families. I know that that sounds like it's not related, but we have a mom's group that is like, oh my gosh, thousands of people in my area. And it's actually run by a photographer. And because it's just a mom's group, people are constantly saying like, I need a mini session or where can I get pictures done? And they're talking about a million other things too, but it's just community. And you can make that as broad, like that one is just a generic mom's group. So it got huge, or you can make it super specific on, you know, here outfit tips for, getting pictures done or here's weekend activities to do with your kids. By the way, I can come photograph you at the farmers market. You know, there's so many different ways to use a community to to kind of leverage yourself as a photographer and an authority in whatever you want that niche, that ideal client theme to be.
0: I love that you mention like getting specific about what you're going to talk about cuz I think a lot of photographers struggle with that in general, like content creation in general. Like, I don't know what to talk about. Like I'm a photographer. I'm not an influencer. I'm not a content creator, but I think it's important to remember that we all have something that is unique about us, something that we're passionate about outside of photography. And we talk about this all the time when we talk about branding and messaging of how, if you are not infusing yourself and your personality, and your interests outside of photography, then if someone doesn't need a photographer at that moment, they're not going to stick around. So they yeah. do need a reason to want to be engaged with you. So I love that you're you're mentioning that. So it's not like, hey, I'm a photographer, join my community. It's like, hey, I am bringing this to the table. I want to unite moms. I want to bring moms closer together who are interested in holistic healthy living, whatever the case may be for you, bring those people together who fit your ideal niche and serve them in that way. Do you have tips too for like, how do you come up with that content for the mom photographer? Who's like, yeah, I'm not a, not a content creator. Like, where do I come up with this? Do you have some tips of like how they can start to
1: brainstorm these ideas? Yeah, so I would, I would push them to really think about their core values and what makes them unique and what type of person they want to attract. So usually we want to attract people with similar, you know, core values and what do you love doing and how can you really marry those two together, right? So if you're extremely passionate about fitness and fitness is a huge part of your life, then you have an opportunity to build community around your business and, you know, around fitness and things that are really easy to talk about and teach about and share about. Um, It would make no sense to use something for branding that isn't easy to talk about. So I would have someone list a huge, you know, list of say like 10 to 20 to 100 things that are easy to talk about and then build your kind of content pillars around that and use that to attract people to you. Like I was always really passionate about editing and the colors of my photographs. And I knew that I wanted to be an authority and an educator. So I posted a lot of the behind the scenes of my photography business and about being a business owner. You know, I didn't really use the characteristics of my clients other than being creative and they loved heirlooms and happy hour, right? Like, photographers tend to fall into that like, oh, I just love to capture memories and they Mm -hmm. stay very surface level. But like, let's go deeper than that. Like, what are your families doing? Like, do they want to be posed or do they want to be playful? Do they want to be in nature or do they want to be, you know, in a studio and get really specific? And then it becomes so much easier to talk, you know, directly to them.
0: Yeah, that is so those are such good tips. And that's great advice. And I also want to add that I think when I was first becoming an educator and kind of like, you know, transforming um, or growing my business in that way, someone said this once, and it kind of really helped me, but you don't necessarily have to be the one that comes up with the content right? You could be a curator of the content and you could share other people's content and say like, Hey, I learned this from a podcast. Like, what do you guys think about this? Or I heard this really great tip about how to edit from Elizabeth Henson's group. She doesn't have an editing group right now, but let's say she did. Right. And you can, you can be an industry leader by just curating content for people. And that is huge. So you can still educate even if it's not your own thoughts. Just of course, be sure that you credit those people. What do you think about that, Elizabeth?
1: Yeah, I mean, with photography, I did that just shining the light on my customers and their stories. So I would blog about their stories, not necessarily, you know, what it was like for me photographing them. But You know, like this person got married on their parents' anniversary date. How cool is that? And then, you know, this couple is pregnant with so-and-so. And and I was constantly shining the light on my customers. So I was kind of leveraging their lives for my own content. Mm -hmm. And that worked for me. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel or think about what to say. I just shared things about them. Um, So if you're not like a talk about yourself kind of person, just shine the light on your customers and clients.
0: I love that. And another thing, too, is to like ask people what you're known for. Because I think sometimes we get stuck in our own head, right? And we're like, doesn't everybody know what we know? But then your friends and your close family can point out like, no, you're really good at this. Like, maybe Mm -hmm. you should leverage this. So Don't forget about your peer influence, too, of like, they can help you come up with some of those content ideas. So yeah, that's how I got where I am, because
1: people People were just, you know, you're the expert at community and networking and leadership. And I was like, okay, how do I make money doing
0: that? Yeah, you're like, that's amazing. That's the same thing, Elizabeth, with my new course that I just created, the Efficient Mom Photographer. I so desperately wanted to like, do a different course. But then people were like, but you're so good at time management, like me maybe you should do that. And I'm like, really? Like people want that. And we've we've talked about this and you're like, yes, people want that because that's not natural to everyone. Just like I thought it was natural to everyone. It's not. So having peers, having business besties that can point that out and show you where you're shining is huge.
1: Yeah. And if you can get super specific and like, here's how I can get you five more hours every week like people will pay for time, right? Like time and money are like the two highest things that people will jump in to to get more of.
0: Yes, I love that. okay, so the other thing that I can really hear my audience asking Elizabeth is, okay, so you're saying just one hour a week, like that sounds really great, but like, is that real? Like can I really just do one hour a week? Like I really feel like I have to do more and I have to show up more. like, how can you really? Take what you just said and make it really applicable for everyone. Like, yes, you can. And here's how. Like, what boundaries do we need in place to kind of make this a reality?
1: Yeah. Well, the most important thing is to kind of debunk that myth that we have to work hard to get results, right? Like, think about our society and the people that work the hardest, the people that have two, three jobs just to stay afloat. They're working incredibly hard and they're actually not wealthy. They're not time wealthy, they're not financial wealthy. Like they're just working hard, end of story. And then if you think about the wealthiest people in our society, they're taking vacations, they're on their yacht, they're getting paid while they're sleeping, right? So I don't know why we continue to believe that like, I have to work hard to get to the other side. The first thing that we need to do is we need to embody the characteristics of what it takes to be that successful version of ourselves, And, you know, there's a relationship with time piece there. There's a relationship with our marketing plan. And I just decided I'm going to commit to this marketing plan. And I believe that that will work for me because the data shows that 40% of people will see my stuff and the data shows that 40 to 60% of people are opening these emails. And that's all I need is for people to see my stuff. I know I can deliver. I know I can change lives. I just need people to see my stuff. So we have to believe in... The marketing strategy that we choose, like that, is the most important piece. Like, nothing is gonna work if we either quit or we don't continue, we don't stay committed to it, um, and we don't truly believe. Like, if we believe, I have to work harder, I have to work smarter, all the things, right? No, you have to believe I have chosen this strategy and this is what's gonna work for me. So that's where I started with it. But the the how is exactly what I said: the five minutes a day and the one email, go live every now and then if you want to. But then of course, it's not like I'm just ignoring Instagram and all the other platforms, but I'm using those more leisurely to drive traffic to the group, to drive traffic to my podcast, then I have to get on Instagram today to make this sale, right? Like it's a very different way of being and way of showing up. I think that's
0: important too, to note, because I do feel like mom photographers, especially like, we feel like we have to be on Instagram, because a lot of people are searching on Instagram for photographers, they are on Facebook, too. But I don't know, I just I am in that like mindset too, where it's like, I have believed that for so many years that this mindset shift is so ingrained in my body and in my brain that like, you have to be on Instagram, which I know is not true. But I just feel like it is so time consuming. And it's so joy sucking. Mm. Like When I go to Facebook, I'm not feeling down on myself the way I feel when I get off Instagram. Like, I feel like Instagram is just so saturated with, you know, everybody showing all their stuff and it's all business related, you know? And so it's just like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Like, look at these people who are showing up every day. Like, I have to do that. I have to do this real. Like, that's the only way I'm going to be seen. And it's like, what if you just took a, a break? and focused all in on this strategy, and just use Instagram when you wanted? Like, how would that feel?
1: Yeah, exactly. And like, the reality is Instagram has changed. And there was a time where I fully believed in Instagram, and I was booking weddings and clients from Instagram, 100%, right? It was all photographs. It was perfect for photographers because we're visual, but it has changed. Changed. It is not the same. The algorithm is not the same. Consumers are not using it the same. It has very much changed. And 10 years ago, Facebook groups were a thing and they worked. Email newsletter was a thing and it worked and it still works today. It's not something that is super trendy or, you know, is going to convert to like all of a sudden, like you have to do short form video to have a successful Facebook group. Like that's just not going to happen. So these strong, steady marketing strategies that don't necessarily give us this whiplash with mm-hmm. algorithm changes and also really focusing on a long term strategy. So for photographers, I can't stress enough the importance of SEO and blogging, maybe Pinterest, things yes. that are searchable six months, a year. I mean, I've retired and I still get inquiries for my top wedding venue that I promote on Pinterest and all the places because people will search This venue and they will find me. So that is very, very important, especially for photographers and people that are marketing to local areas. But those are like slow, those are not going to happen overnight. So we don't need to stress about like, oh my God, I didn't blog today. I didn't get on Pinterest today. It's like, just breathe and like Mm -hmm. do some of these long term strategies. But my weekly one hour a week is nurture, it is nurture, 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 so that when you're ready, the customers are there and waiting for you.
0: Mm, I love that so much. And Elizabeth, what would you recommend? Like, how often do you recommend that people would plug their services in the group, right? Because we also want to get away from the fact that like, you're running a free Facebook group for free, like there, there has to be, you know, some give and take as well, like I'm nurturing, I'm nurturing, I'm nurturing, then when would be the right time to pitch
1: what I offer? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to do this. I mean, you could nurture all week and then sell every Friday, you could nurture three weeks in a row and then sell, you know, the last week of the month. But with photography, if you're building community of your clients and your potential clients, you know, really, it's just promoting like your mini sessions or seasonal things or what you have going on for Mother's Day. But when I say promoting, I don't necessarily mean like, what we used to do on Facebook, which would be like this pretty little like ad with pictures and minis, you know, $400 or whatever. Now I think it's more of I'm doing mini sessions on this date, I have five spaces available, who wants one, right? And you let them say yes in the comments or engage with that post in some way. But just using those big ugly text boxes that Facebook has is sufficient. You know, we don't have to create like this beautiful branded advertisement or anything like that. And if you're using that weekly newsletter, I use the PS all the time. PS want to work with me? Here's how like value, value, value. PS, here's how you learn more. You know, there's so many different ways to do it. I think you can kind of default to what works outside the group is going to work inside the group.
0: Mm, So good. I love it. Okay, so before we wrap up, I want to hear what is your favorite productivity hack? What could you leave everybody with today? And then I do want you to share about your Facebook group and how people can hop in there.
1: Oh my gosh. So this is new for me. I'm a very tight B. I love my white space, but I was noticing this trend where I was getting a little bit of like paralysis with my productivity if I have too much white space. So um, I started mapping my calendar. And this is like what strategic planners do. This is like really used in like CEO businesses. And every minute of my day that I'm working is mapped. It's in my calendar. It's color coded, which client I'm doing and for what. Am I focused on my photography business? Am I recording a podcast episode so that I don't ever have to sit down in my desk and say, what am I working on today? Like it's already there. It's already in my calendar. I set an appointment with someone on my team or with myself to do that mapping because that does take a solid like 30 minutes to map a week. Um, But now that some of the things are repetitive, like I know every Friday morning I go to breakfast with my husband and then, you know, Friday afternoons I do this and Mondays I have this, like it's only filling in the cracks. And if I have a two hour window that I'm doing a deep project If it's a 15 minute window, then I'm answering emails, but every minute is planned out and it sounds a little crazy, but you can also schedule the white space, right? I can put a block that's like creative work, dreamy work. Like I get to make my schedule, but just taking that guesswork out has been a huge game changer for me. And now if I like fall off the wagon and I don't do it, I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing? What am I working on? I'm a mess. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. That is such a great, a hack too. I, I do something similar too, like creating that. I do it even a step further, like all the way. And you, you maybe do this too, but I, I map out business and then I map out personal too. Cause I'm like, when are we going to get the grocery shopping done? When am I going, when are my kids going to take a bath? Like, how do I work that into the routine? And, and I think it's so powerful. So yeah. I appreciate schedule in my
1: gym time on Mondays and Wednesdays. And ever oh, yeah. since I started, I have not like skipped a day because it's in the calendar. Like, three You're o'clock. Like, I have to, it's there. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. Like nobody's going to book a call during that time. Like it is there. And that's been, that's been huge too. So yeah, I need to do that with the groceries. That needs to be my next step. <laughs> yeah. I know. I always,
0: I'm like, what are the things that I'm like dropping? What are the balls I'm dropping? What are the things that are falling through the cracks? Those need uh, a time block as well.
1: Oh my God. So. I feel like I'm dropping a lot of those outside of business balls right now
0: (laughs) i know well it's it's hard when we're so focused on business and we're like yeah we can't forget the personal stuff too that's
1: very Uh, important i sent my kids to school in like the wrong spirit day outfit like
0: totally wrong they're
1: like mom this is next week i was like oh my god (laughs) i'm so sorry Oh, man, I think we've all been there. We
0: can so relate, Elizabeth. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been absolutely incredible. I know that these mamas are going to take so much valuable wisdom from you. So please share with everyone where they can connect with you, how they can get inside your Facebook group. And I think you have a freebie for them as well, right?
1: Yeah, so they can join the community builder on Facebook. All you have to do is go to groups and search the community builder. And then, right as you're entering, you'll get invited to download the freebie. This is and just pay attention to everything as you join the group because this is how you use the group to get leads. Um, And that freebie is like 25 conversations starters. So, if you decide you want to start your own group, you have 25 conversation starters that you can use to get to know your audience and kind of get that engagement up. And if you follow this guide, you will double your engagement in just two weeks. Oh, so good. And you have a course about Facebook groups as well, right? I have a course called the community growth lab. And it is my five step methodology that I've used inside six and seven figure companies to help them grow their communities. Um, And I'm really excited because Q3 or Q4, I'm going to be bundling pretty much everything into that one experience. So right now the Community Growth Lab is just a course, but then I'm like, I've got an accountability group and I've got this workshop and I've got this, but I'm going to be putting everything into one experience to help me simplify. But yeah. Oh,
0: that's so cool. We can all take advice from Elizabeth. Simplify your business. It's yeah. the only way to scale and avoid overwhelm. So. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you all next time. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, mama. How are you feeling after hearing that incredible conversation? I hope that you are feeling inspired to simplify things in your business. That marketing does not have to be scary. And it does not have to be something that takes up the majority of your time. Good marketing actually is something that doesn't take a lot of effort and that's exactly what we want for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram and tag me at the purpose gathering and Elizabeth at Elizabeth. and help us spread the word for more mamas to utilize Facebook in a different way. We hope that you will join our communities and plug in and connect in a deeper way. I will make sure to put all of Elizabeth's links in the show notes, and we cannot wait to connect with you over on Facebook. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering podcast. As we end our time together... Remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to the purposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting, positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.